question one, drums please. (laughs) Welcome back to Petty Crimes, the only true crime comedy podcast that exclusively investigates non-crimes. Hey Griff, how's it going? It's going well. How are you, Kira? How's it going with you? Good. Happy to be back in LA. Happy to be with Chu. We're both in the same wavelength in our plaid oversized outer shirts. We've done this before. Mm-hmm. We're it's... very good friends. Yeah. No one should uh, think otherwise. Mm. Yep. Um, I had something funny happen on the way to the work today. Okay. Or the way to the studio. I was sitting in traffic as one does in Los Angeles. <clears throat> and I saw, it's not really funny. It was just kind of touching. Someone in the car behind me looked like my favorite professor in college. Boston College. Boston College. Yes. Thank you for remembering. (laughs) And so I'm trying to be better about like when I think of... I think I've been good at this, but I'm continuing to try. When I think of someone, shoot them a message just to like... I don't know. It's nice when someone does that to me and I try to do that for my end. So I just shot her a message. While um, driving. Yes, while driving. So you were texting Um, while driving. Yeah. And I actually had a baby in the front seat as well. (laughs) No, I did it while I was at a red light. Actually, I did it when I walked into the studio. And she responded immediately. I haven't talked to her in years. And she was just so formative for my my time at BC. And she actually said she's going to be in Los Angeles in the next few weeks. Her sister lives here. So oh, my gosh. I'm hoping to get coffee with her. That's cool. Yeah. So it was just, I developed a really great bond with her. And Sweet. it was just cool to think of her for a second. It's nice. Yeah. Are we done? Are we done with our pleasantries? I think so. Perfect. Maybe sometime we'll have our listeners write in like, Something they'd like to hear from us at the top of an episode. Oh, sure. A suggested pleasantry. Yeah. Su- work. Yeah. Suggested pleasantries. Mm-hmm. Just so they, so they can get us get to know us better. Sure. So if they do, want. We do a lot of uh, how are you? <laughs> how are you? Well, we try to keep it short. Very true. Very yep. true. On that note, <laughs> <laughs> I'm presenting today's crime to you. I'm excited. I don't know a thing about it. You don't. And this comes from a super fan of ours. I obviously have removed their name, but shout out to you. Mm. Netflix is you. Season four coming soon. It's out. It's out. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh shit. I have to watch it. Joe. Um, yes. From a super fan. We're going to call her Sheila. Okay. Which is spelled because I work with someone who is Irish and it's spelled S-I-L-E. Sheila. She. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Great. I know. Sierra, Kira, you know. Mm. Uh, it occurred in 2020. Those involved Sheila and Tina. Sheila and Tina. Okay. Sheila and Tina. <laughs> it's relatively short, so let's, let's unpack it. Okay. Sheila begins. And so, like, Sheila submitted and is a super fan. Correct. Got it. Yes. Whose real name is not Sheila, but I wish, say we, no could, more. wish we could say her name, but you know our oath. We're in, pe- we're in petty crimes court. <laughs> We've refused to be canceled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We really do. Hi, Kira and Griff. Hello. <clears throat> I am coming to you with a crime that occurred about two years ago. Okay. After a rough pregnancy loss at the beginning of 2020, I ended up pregnant only two months later and gave birth to a baby boy that we'll call Seamus. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Thanks for sharing. I feel like that is not from my understanding, not talked about enough. Yeah. It's really special to share that, to normalize it for people. And my, my, uh, I think my life's pretty beautiful. My beautiful life is unfolded because of just non-traditional, just hiccups with, Mm. with creating life. I'm very thankful for it. So thanks for the honesty. This was in December, 2020, December, 2020, like everyone else, it was a crazy year for us, (laughs) (laughs) but me, my husband and the rest of our family were excited to have a baby in our life. Yeah, that would be really nice. Just a little bit of positivity. 
a lot of it. Baby's a big responsibility. I come from a smaller family. I only have two cousins and one brother. And of the four of us that range in age between 30 and 35. Cool. I am the only one that has kids. To be honest, I don't talk much to my cousins or brother for that matter, since we all live in different states. Okay. Which is exactly how my like we my mom's siblings were all across the state. So I had cousins, but like we weren't seeing each other every like week for family dinner. Mm-hmm. We were very similar to what Sheila's saying. Gotcha. Did your family live kind of in the area of where you grew up? Well, you know, they're just a, there are a lot of O'Sullivan's and they kind of live everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. When we were little, however, when we were when, a little, when we were little, when however, we were little, when we were little, when we were little, however, we were very close and saw each other for weeks at a time every summer. Gotcha. Same thing. My cousin, let's call her Tina, and I were especially close since we were the only girls. Hmm. But we simply lived different lives as adults and don't really keep in touch. Ah, okay. Yeah, I feel like that's typical cousins. Yeah. Closest kids, lose touch as adults. That's like, I mean, childhood friends. It's the same thing. It's like, well, we're forced to be together, so let's be family and friends. And then once our adult lives take off, it'll be maybe a little hard to maintain. Mm. Our family in general is close-knit enough that we all know what's going on in each other's lives. And when we get together for family functions, all of us cousins get along just fine. Okay. I did send Tina a text within a week of Seamus' birth, and she sent her best wishes. Can I, sorry, can I pause just for one second here? Yes. Is this whole crime taking place in Ireland? (laughs) No, I don't believe so. You've given these names. Yes. To all, everybody. And so I'm not supposed to be reading into the fact that everyone's names are like Seamus and Sheila. No, uh, uh, the only connection is that our super fan protagonist uh-huh. has a has an Irish name. Gotcha. That, by the way, I love. I grew up with Irish setters, and your name is actually one of my most favorite Irish setters that we had. So congratulations on your dog name. <laughs> we had a. Uh, That's really beautiful, Lassie. <laughs> <laughs> we had. Duncan, Seamus, Keegan, Connor, Rory, Shaughnessy, Declan. Wow. So yeah, we went in on the Irish names. Really beautiful to stick to a theme. Yeah. Declan is a white uh, golden doodle. I don't know what happened with that, but. <laughs> you guys just got done with Irish setters. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, this is perfect. She talks about this. Um, <laughs> What's happening? You'll see. You'll see. Okay. Um, let me repeat this one. She said, I did send Tina a text within a week of Seamus's birth and okay. she sent her best wishes. That's so lovely. Her new ba- her newborn baby boy. She's named Seamus. That's not the real name. Of course, she's given us a, a fake name, but she's let her close family and obviously her friends as well know that she's given birth. Yes, that's really nice. A few months later, my cousin Tina and her husband, Doug, bought a golden doodle from a breeder. Oh, I know where this is going. It was then that one of my aunts, without children, a neutral party in the family, okay, told me to take a look at Tina's latest post on Instagram. Okay, an aunt stirring the pot. Okay. <laughs> Tina had posted a picture of an admittedly very cute golden doodle puppy. Uh-huh. With the caption that read, My whole heart, Seamus. <sighs> Petty. Petty. Guilty of a petty crime. Already. Case closed. (laughs) Have a great day, everyone. (laughs) She continues. I decided to play dumb and told her that I had heard she got a new dog and asked for a picture. Okay. She texted. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay. And she also asked what the dog's name was. 
when she told me, I simply said, oh, I love the name, of course, LOL, and left it at that. Oh. Rest assured, my son's name is definitely a human name. And I found it very strange that she named her dog after my human baby. I don't think she named the dog after mm. your human baby. Oh. I think people sometimes have a, a dog name in their pocket. That they're like, when I have a dog, I'll name it this. Like, you don't just get a dog on a whim. You like, also don't have a baby on a whim. No. <laughs> but stick with me <laughs> for a second. Okay. You don't get a golden doodle on a two-week runway. Uh, this was pla- like they probably contacted the breeder. They knew this dog was coming. They love. I think they both love the name. And then she found out the cousin's having a baby and she didn't change course. Mm, okay. I don't think she named her dog after the baby. I don't think she was like Seamus. Never heard that name before. I'll use it for my dog. I think they just liked the same name and she didn't course correct. Heard. I for sure have a rebuttal, but she has a few. <laughs> She has a few lines left. Let's okay, okay, close okay. this out and then let's uh, let's dig into this. All right, sure. Um, Sorry, I got my like, fork out too early. Yeah, put it down. <laughs> it sounds like I'm going to be on the other side of this one. <laughs> she fin- she finishes in saying, is it criminal that they named their dog such a very human name, which is a separate question? No. <laughs> put the fork down, Kira. <laughs> I'm sorry. Especially, I'm ready for dinner. <laughs> especially after a human in their family. Mm. Am I petty for being annoyed that they stole my son's name, Mm. fork down, for their dog (laughs) or not for saying anything to Tina about my annoyance or asking her what the deal was with the name? Mm. Thanks for looking at this case. XOXO, Sheila. (laughs) Really trying not to use her real name. Good. All right. Perfect. Pick the fork up. Well, hold on. Let me, because you already, let me respond to the little tidbit that you already gave to us. Okay. What do you want to say? Toots. Toots. <laughs> Tootsie roll. <laughs> I agree that, you know, actually, I will argue. I know plenty of people who on a whim and we don't have the context. So I guess maybe we'll have to follow up or, you know, just live in the hypothetical. Sure. I know a fair amount of people who within a two week span decide to get a dog. Okay. Especially during quarantine, because people were very, very lonely. So 2020, this crime took place. Okay. And sometimes that two weeks, and my friend Rachel, hey, Rachel, and her partner just ha- got a, had a dog. <laughs> and it was uh, it was quicker than they had the timeline of like waiting for one. And correct me if I'm wrong, Rachel, yeah. text me. But like the the like company or the like gauntlet of applying to adopt was like, oh, we have this one and it could be yours in two weeks. But if it goes somewhere else, then you'll have to wait again yes. for X amount of time. Yeah. And so they had to prepare for two weeks or prepare for a longer wait. Yeah. It just so happened that the I'm pretty sure the one that they wanted came to them after two weeks. Gotcha. So I think sometimes it does happen more spontaneously than not. And to finalize that part, a baby, if I'm if I remember my biology course in elementary school, mm-hmm. takes uh, around nine months to create, cook. Cook, to cook, to marinate. Cook. Okay. Well, allow me to. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. I have. Ooh, we got a hot one. Everyone. A counterpoint, which is that a golden doodle puppy does not get adopted. Okay. Oh, okay. It is from a breeder. Fair enough. And you order that puppy before it's even born. Okay. Or you get it, yeah. but you don't get it until it's eight weeks old because okay. that's when you're legally allowed to have a puppy. Okay. For it to be like split from its mom. Okay. Fair enough. 
again, my mind, it's like eight weeks v nine months still is a little bit of an imbalance. And I guess the real question here is, but that's not what we're arguing. What we're arguing is from the time that this baby was human baby was born Mm -hmm. and given its name was the name stolen Mm -hmm. and then spontaneously used for this puppy. You know what this is reminding me of? We've had a criminal or minimal about speaking out loud your baby's name before it's been born. Yes. And so I guess a a good question to ask Sheila would be across your nine months or whatever pregnancy. Yeah. Were you speaking out loud the name Seamus? Uh, You know, or at what point did you start saying, yeah, this is the name that Mm -hmm. I'm going with? Because, uh, you know, like what we talked about with Kylie Jenner, sometimes you see a baby and you're like, oh, the name that I had in mind isn't really fit for what I'm seeing. Yeah. But I think more often than not, you, you... you come up with a name before it's born and you maybe start getting yeah. things organized in your house and like monogrammed and you let, you let your family know what you're thinking about naming it, which is why my argument is that time period where they did settle on the name Seamus is from my perspective has to be longer than what her cousin Tina had settled on name wise for the the dog. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And even regardless of duration, Mm-hmm. Human baby name trumps dog baby name. Yeah. For inarguably. Sure. For sure. And I I think we could start moving to verdicts, right? Yeah, for sure. I think once your cousin names their baby something, you don't get to name your puppy that name. Perfect. Uh, verdict question one. I actually might have a few more that I didn't list, but first one, is Tina guilty for naming her new puppy the same name as her cousin, Sheila's newborn baby? Yeah. Yes. I think okay. so. Regardless of time. I agree. Regardless of timeline. If you're having a baby, Kira, and it's, we'll say Keegan, mm-hmm. a name that I love, and I was thinking about naming my Irish setter that, yeah. and we were very close, family even, yeah. I would probably reconsider naming my dog Keegan. Because at Christmas, I'm not interested in somebody being like, has anyone fed Keegan yet? <laughs> and you respond for your dog at the same time I respond for my baby. Yeah. And then a couple years later, everyone's like, oh, Keegan died. Yeah. And because dogs only live so long. I think he's outside pooping. Yeah. Where's Keegan? Like a a Keegan's licking his nuts or whatever. Like (laughs) I just, no. Which babies do do. (laughs) Hey, no, no. Yes. It's wrong. Bad. Okay. We're, we're in agreement on that. Yes. Right. Like you hear something that meaningful, find another name. Yes. I guess. uh, Let me finish out the ones that I had written and we'll, we'll come up with some. My second one that I have is, is Sheila guilty for not asking Tina why she chose the name Seamus? Because she seems to have obviously an issue with it or else she wouldn't have written it in. Mm. And it doesn't seem like she's poked Tina and been like, hey, girl, what gives? My baby is Seamus and now your dog's name is Seamus. Well, it's kind of like, well, what's the point of confronting somebody about something that's not going to (laughs) change? She's not going to rename her dog. (sighs) So what's the point? That's true. People... Have been known to rename their dogs, though. I Do you think the cousin would have? I feel like... I don't think so. I don't think so either. I, yeah. And but, I think Sheila had mentioned, you know, they were maybe closer when they were younger. Yeah. And now they are not, based on what she has written, which is helpful context. So it's like, in our scenario, we're like, oh, every, like, family barbecue, it'll be like, Keegan, Keegan, Keegan. It's, like, too confusing. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it's like, how often do we think that they're meeting up based yeah. on how she's written this out? Yeah. And if the answer is virtually never. Yeah. It's not really ever going to be a problem in either of your lives. Totally. It's just going to be, yeah, it's just weird. A little it's weird. It's just a little weird. And um, yeah, it's weird. Okay. 
guilty or not guilty for what are your thoughts on giving dogs? I guess it's more of a criminal or minimal mm. giving dogs human names. Minimal. Yeah. You can name your dog whatever you want. I agree. Uh, as I listed at the, earlier in the episode, all of our Irish setters were <laughs> yeah. named very Irish human names. Um, I guess the only question that I have, like, is related to that text message that was sent from our protagonist mm-hmm. to her cousin say, announcing, like, the baby's here and yes. here's a picture. Was the name in that text message? It has to be. I'm sure it was. It like, welcome Seamus to the world, yeah. seven pounds, one ounce. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah, because I, I that's pretty shit. That's bad. Yeah. You got a text saying, like, here's my baby. Here's their name. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. And, like, ugh, I guess with my partner, if you're adopting the dog with the partner, or sorry, not adopting, buying, getting. We're, we're making assumptions yes. about this golden doodle yes. puppy, but. Yeah. I just saw the most beautiful, uh, well, it's a puppy, whatever. Yeah, I would assume that the name was included in the announcement. Pretty silly not to. Uh, I would definitely, if I were Tina, I, like we said, I would just. I don't know. I guess it would depend on how close I am to that person. Mm. And I guess maybe Seamus was really the name that they had envisioned for this non-Irish setter golden doodle. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I I mean, to be fair, my my parents have Declan the golden doodle and he's not Irish. Yeah. Anyway, um, what, what was I thinking? I feel like I had one more thought about this and it just left my little bird brain to borrow your, your terminology. <laughs> Any other final thoughts from your end? No, this all is reminding me of my mom really liked the name Riley. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. I was just going to ask, uh, like why, why were you named what you're named? Oh, okay. Yeah. So my mom really liked the name Riley for my older brother, but then my brother ended up being born on my dad's birthday. Oh, and so it was like, oh, come on. It's his birthday. So and he's a junior. So he's John Michael O'Sullivan III. Oh, shoot. And so the name Riley went in her pocket and stayed there for 15 years until we got a dog. <laughs> and then the dog was Riley. And that, like, definitely gave her a lot of joy. You and came before the do- Riley came. I right? came in between, but I guess she didn't perceive Riley to be a girl's name. Oh, okay. Yeah. We know a Riley from Boston College. We do. And I, her whole, uh, her name and then her sister's names are, I love their names. Yes. Very strong names. Really pretty. Um, very pretty and unconventional. Mm-hmm. And I, I can see you as a Riley. I think just at the time, she, it was a little bit more popular of a yep. boy's name. Yep. But yeah, could have been cute. Yeah. The norms with that kind of stuff have definitely evolved since we were kids, you know? Totally. Um, oh, my name. Why is my name my name? Or, or you could ask me. Oh, Okay. Well, my name is my name because my mom is an artist and she was just like writing names and she really liked the way Mm. Kira O'Sullivan looked. Yeah. Yeah. Even though nobody knows how to pronounce it. And then Griff, (laughs) your name. One day people won't know how to pronounce the other versions of Kira because you're, you're spelling. And that's how I feel about mine. Although mine's pretty phonetically obvious. (laughs) You just try a little. It's more of like when you hear it, it's like Chris, Greg, um, Mm. which is why I hate those two names. No offense. I was named, so my full name is Russell Griffith Stark Ennis. Beautiful. Stark Ennis, obviously my uh, my mom kept her maiden name. My dad's last name is Ennis. Hers is Stark, so it's hyphenated. And then Russell Griffith comes from her side of the family, um, and specifically her great-grandfather, Russell Griffith Winnie, mm. who is in the pa- the Green Bay Packers Hall of Fame mm. as one of the the team's first radio announcers back before I think television. Wow. Um, 
I would say that I get my voice from him, but we're not biologically related <laughs> at all. Um, but yeah, I was named after him. And um, actually, a few summers ago, we got to go out to Lambeau uh, in Green Bay and be part of the induction. Amazing. So yeah, big name to... But I'm the first ever Stark Ennis because I was the first adopted in my family. And I'm pretty sure in the world, there's not another Stark Ennis. I think I've heard you say before that Griff Stark Ennis, first of my name or yeah. something. Is yeah. that what you say? I was rapping. <laughs> No, you have said no, that. No, I for sure have. I mean, <laughs> I don't think there's another Grifter. I don't know how that would even. If there is, let me know. The uh, and hey, we'll hey baby we'll cross that bridge when we get there. You're the only one that counts. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love your name. It's very beautiful, and I'm happy to explain how it's pronounced to everyone. Back at you, even baby, our listeners. <laughs> well, thank you, Sheila, for submitting that. Sheila, not Sheila. That was fun. Simple that was but great. good. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Griff and I are so stoked we have a sponsor this week, Hello Adorn. This is a jewelry company that makes jewelry that is life-proof and perfect for every day. It's so cute. Absolutely. I'm actually wearing their Tony bracelet, which I've been looking for, a nice bracelet like this. And I've got around my neck their Hera chain, which is gold and just lovely for winter. Yeah, they're both like really handsome. I got the tiny twist earrings, which I love because I'm a baby. I only have one hole, but they twist in and they look like you have cutie double hoops. Like order them. They're so cute. And then I got an ear cuff for the same reason. It cuffs around your ear, but then it looks like double hoops. Get them. They're like so cute. So pretty. You look so good. And every piece is made in their Eau Claire, Wisconsin studio by their team of very talented makers. And they use the highest quality materials they can find. Um, their pieces are nickel-free, hypoallergenic. And I personally love that they're based in Wisconsin. My mom's from there. So wearing jewelry that reminds me of her from a place that she grew up in is extra sentimental for me. Woo! We also wanted to highlight that Hello Adorn's Social Good Collection provides 100% of sales to various causes related to racial injustice, body positivity, women's reproductive rights, and more. Again, that's their social good collection. So head over to Instagram at HelloAdorn or shop HelloAdorn.com slash petty for 10% off your first purchase. That's HelloAdorn.com slash petty. Look great. Stay petty. Thank you, HelloAdorn, for sponsoring this episode. Thank you. Okay, time for a little criminal or minimal. Do you want to start or you want me to start? I'll start. Okay. Criminal or minimal. Submitted by T. Musili. Okay. From Instagram. Hello. Keeping your bag on the seat when the train is full. You're a New Yorker now, too, so you've got your opinion matters. Criminal, Criminal and bad idea, brother. <laughs> yeah. Just why? Because it's people be pissed. You, no, you need to like ensconce yourself in your bag as much as you can so that if somebody steals the bag, you're coming with it. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, they get more than they bargained Two for. Two for the price of one. <laughs> yeah, more than that. You wanted to do theft, but what you have to do is abduction. Yeah. My, my dad always said about my sister, <laughs> if anyone were to steal her, they'd send her right back very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Which I always thought was funny. <laughs> it is funny. Uh, all right. Criminal or minimal, telling all of your wedding guests that you would like them to please wear black. Minimal. Minimal. I think it's as justified. I mean, oh, I guess you don't ask your whole congregation, or is it called a congregation guests? Your, your entire guest list to wear white. You know what? We've talked about weddings so much and how silly and petty in particular they are mm. and meaningful. But... <laughs> The thesis is it's your day and like 
we're already kind of bending to specific, somewhat archaic, sometimes not rules. So what's having everyone dress in black got to add to that complication? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's an added cost because maybe some people have to go shopping. For a little LBD? Yeah, like I don't think my Grammy has a black dress. Oh, okay. Does she have a, I guess if she didn't have that dress code, she could wear whatever. She could wear whatever she wants. But hey, maybe it'll look great. Yeah, it'll look interesting. I'm picturing like an Evanescence album cover. Yeah, very much so. (laughs) I still say minimal though. Okay. (laughs) Submitted by Tessa. Charging your roommates a quarter for each dish that's left in the sink overnight. Dish? A dish, yeah. Which? Charging your roommates a quarter. Yeah. Is she doing this? I, she's either doing it or on the verge of doing it. She's well, on the edge. I, you might not have roommates no more, <laughs> girly. I think you don't want to charge people that. Like, uh, it's not a parking meter. Yeah. Just tell them to do their dishes. <laughs> yeah. I'm very guilty of doing that. I get home from work really late. I'll make something quickly and I just mentally, I'm, it only takes a few seconds. I will leave it in the sink. That's like my one bad roommate habit. Mm. My only one, I'm sure. I think there is a 24-hour rule for dishes in the sink. And this isn't like an everyday 24-hour rule, but like you are having the busiest day, you're cramming for a final, you're sick, you're hungover, you're off to the next thing, Mm -hmm. you're overwhelmed. Like you get the benefit of the doubt about that long. We also don't have a dishwasher, so every dish that we have to clean is done by hand. Yeah. So it sometimes just gets a little exhausting. <laughs> Don't charge them a quarter. So tired. Don't do it. Yeah. And if they're charging you, kill them. <laughs> you know where they sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One more for you. One more for me. A key. <clears throat> this is a bit of a longer one. Okay. Background. I dated a guy for about five months and we broke up late December, 2022 work. It's now late January, 2023 at the time of submission. And I'm back on the apps. I saw a guy that my ex played ultimate Frisbee with on hinge and I liked him. Mm -hmm. They aren't close friends. And I did a little bit out of pettiness, but anyway, (laughs) (laughs) anyway, (laughs) one thing that makes me think it's a little too petty is that the ex and I went to this guy's Halloween party when we were together. Okay. Thoughts? Is it <laughs> basically criminal or minimal to like an ex's friend? I would say minimal. Ooh, oh, <laughs> that's interesting. Oh, God. I hear myself saying that now. It's <laughs> uncontrollable. <sighs> Best friend, slightly more awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, Friend, she said that they weren't super, super close, right? The guys weren't close. Yeah. I don't know. It's like. I guess it's just nice. I mean, it's like you're going to find similarities and something about your ex that you like. There's a good chance that this person embodies that, which also could be something that you didn't like, which is why your ex is. But I don't know, man. Like, I guess if you owe your ex the communication of being like, I don't think you need permission, but I think if it's worth being like, hey, FYI, like Greg and I are starting to hang out or if he wants to do that with him, like that's up to him. But I don't know, man, like all is fair in love and war. I'm just back from the desert and I had a lot of deep thinking about love and I'm just trying to be a little bit more vulnerable moving forward. And if that happens to be with Kira's best friend, I'm going to make it work, but I'm going to try to be respectful about it. More power to you. 
Thanks. I need all the power. I need help. <laughs> That's interesting. I'll have to think about that one. Yeah, yeah. But you said minimal. Minimal. And uh, listeners, let us know what you think about that. And if you've ever fucked your ex's best friend. <laughs> it was just a like on Hinge for the record, but sure. Yeah, that's how it always starts. <laughs> um, oh, this is, I'll give one last one for us. Okay. Because this is relevant to what I did today. Submitted by Kitka878. Criminal or minimal, giving an artificially earlier start time to ensure no one is late. Mm. For context, I was late today to all of people watching on TikTok Live. My apologies. I had a long night at work. What you going to do? Yeah, literally. What are you going to do? <laughs> uh, I think an artificially early start time. Oh, I have an aunt and she always gets, we give her a different time than everybody else. And it works. <laughs> yeah. It works really well. Yep. It's the only way we can get to do Christmas. Oh my gosh. I don't, it, I don't know. Because what if you give the artificially early start and then one day, Everybody shows up and you're in your pajamas. I don't know. Uh, uh, mm. it, it's, you know what? It's minimal until it's criminal. Okay. Ooh, interesting. Ooh, fascinating. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I like that. Yeah, it works until it, until it works it, until it doesn't. The person you're calibrating for is like, what? Why? Yeah. Because you're late, Beth, mm. all the time. So, yeah. Cool. Cool. Thanks, Griff. That was fun. That was a good episode. I like that one. (laughs) I was a big fan of that one. Stay petty. Bye.